This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is another podcast of World Wide Wave, the international LGBT news and current affairs show, every week on Australia's first LGBT radio station, Joy 94.9. Surfing the globe, bringing you news, views, and current affairs for the LGBT community. This is the World Wide Wave. Good evening. It's Joy's International News and Current Affairs show for and by the LGBTI community. It's World Wide Wave. We love taking you around the globe one quiz story at a time. I'm Matt, and we are live from the lands of the Bunurong people in the Kulin Nation. And tonight I'm joined in the studios at the Victorian Pride Centre by Stefan. Good evening. And Andrew. Hello. And tonight we venture to Central Africa and a country we have not visited before in over 11 years on air. In some ways, the Democratic Republic of Congo is more liberal than many African states. Yet, as we will hear tonight, so many of the LGBTIQ community challenges are similar. Despite these challenges, another similarity is that there are dedicated and committed champions for the Congolese rainbow community. To share their story, we are joined by Rafale Mutambala, Finance Officer at Rainbow Sunrise, Mapambuzuka. Here's a taste well of what's coming up tonight. My family found out after I was gay because I tried to hide it, but it was difficult. Yeah, one day I said, I'm tired, so I, I want to be myself. And I found someone. When I found that person who was in love and I didn't hide anything, that's where my family found out and kicked me out. Uh, we're talking all things visibility or perhaps invisibility uh, tonight as we look at the Democratic Republic of Congo. Who would you like to see more of and who would you like to see less of? Can I see less of Peter Dutton? <laughs> you, you can. I wave yes, my wand. Please. Yes, there we go. <laughs> and I'd like to see more of Magda Zhabansky. Oh, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yes, where's she mm. been? I don't know. I, I'd like to see Kitty Flanagan and, and more of Fisk, oh, the TV great. show. Fisk. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's coming back. So. As a former Belgian colony, the Democratic Republic of Congo has never had laws that explicitly outlined homosexual acts. But even with the backing of the law, LGBTI Congolese find daily life quite challenging. Homosexuality is considered immoral and discrimination and even hostility are regular occurrences for the LGBTI community. But there is a rainbow community. Raphael Mutumbala works with Rainbow Sunrise Mapambazuko. We asked Raphael, Raphael, what life is like for LGBT people in the Congo? So here, here in Congo, it's, um, I can say that we live in a situation of serious violation of our fundamental rights due to our gender identity and sexual orientation and um, the lack of uh, protection policy for LGBTI people has created an acceptable situation of serious uh, 
and uh, systematic violation of human rights. Actually, that have, we have uh, developed over the past six years to disperse LGBT people and uh, destabilize their organization that have to lead to severe persecution and inhuman and bearable practices. Raphael, who does the persecution yes. who does the persecution come from usually? The, yeah, usually it comes from um, neighborhoods. Yeah, neighborhoods, friends, uh, not really friend, but friend of, of family or family. Sometimes it's family who is persecute uh, the LGBT people. And sometimes also it's, it's uh, police. And uh, even some religious pastors, mm. they said to, to member of their church to kick out. They said to family, if you have, if you have your, your children who is, who is gay, LGBT, kick him out. Yeah, he's evil. Kick him out, kick him out. So, uh, here, people are very Christians. So they follow what pastors say. If the pastor say kick him out, they kick him out, kick him out. If a, a gay person or LGBT person is kicked out, where yeah. do they, where do they go? Where can they get help? Some of, some of them are, are homeless. They live uh, by prostitutes. They be, be, become prostitutes. Some, uh, are, they use drugs. They become junkies. Yeah. And, and we have a place in our organization where we can, we can take few of them because the place is not so big. So we have, we can take only five person only. We can't go over that. Yeah. And we have many cases of LGBTI who are homeless. And we, we, we try to say, to, to talk to our member to take some LGBTIs who are in trouble because we have many cases. Is it difficult for LGBTI people to get work? Is there discrimination yeah. in work? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's may, uh, uh, many discrimination at work because, um, especially for trans people, because they are very, they are easily visible. Yeah. Because the other can, can hide and, and, and find some places. But if someone know and he, he go to say to the, uh, the boss, for example, uh, you know that person you, you hide is gay. And you, you, you lose your job like that. So yeah. would you say most, at least lesbian and gay people hide their sexuality just to get by? Yes. Many hide their sexuality. Many, 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 many come to, to our office to, to look for, uh, for condoms or lubricants. And some other can't come at, at, at our office because they are fear to someone can see him enter, go in our office and automatically say that he's gay. So he, he's afraid 
And he preferred that we go to his place and bring him uh, condoms or, or, or lubricants. Some are forced by their family to marry. There are many lesbians who are married because they were forced by their family to be married. Are there examples where a gay man and a lesbian might marry yes. so they can just be uh, able to, you know, live like they are married? Yeah, I think there is a, it's one of the solution, but even that someone can see and can see you somewhere with someone or before we get married, uh, we get that we, 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 we do that arrangement. Your family, for example, my family can know that I'm gay. Even if I, I, I do that, uh, uh, that thing, I, I make an arrangement with a lesbian to live with. My family know I'm gay. Or neighbor or neighborhood. They can say no, it's not true, he's gay, I know. Even if he's that girl, uh, the girl is a, le- is a lesbian, the man is a gay, so they are liar to us. Raphael Mutambala from the Democratic Republic of Congo with us on Joy 94.9. Really um, challenging situation there. So, so many. I always feel um, in countries where, you know, um, families are the ones who, you know, kick their kids out, that that is just so painful. These are the, the, your parents are the ones who've brought you up, who've, they're meant to be there to guide you and help you and to be thrown out. That would be such a such a hard experience. I always find that's just extraordinary that a parent can do that. But then there are a lot of parents who, um, you know, leave the relationship and then never see their kids again. So there's a lot of people who are like that. And um, I think he was mentioning as well neighbours and, and, you know, the the neighbourhood. It's the gossip, so isn't it's it? The it's the gossip, so the parents, I mean, I'm not... Uh, giving excuses but kind of rationale the parents probably don't want to have this stigma or have this thing so they just decide they're better off they better be nicely seen in a community than have a support the kids of course the scary thing is uh, Raphael said that um, many uh, children who are thrown out end up in either prostitution (laughs) or on drugs there's there's not you know it's not like here where we've got counselling services support services you are just you're on your own yeah Look, so many challenges, but coming up, we find out how this hidden Congolese rainbow community finds each other. This is World Wide Wave. Where our diverse communities can come together. Joy. Um, we put the messages out to you. We'd like to know who you'd like to see more of and who you'd like to see less of. Um, Jamie from Arabin, I've seen enough of Donald Trump to last a lifetime. I think we're there. Not wrong. We're there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we've got uh, Simon from Brunswick. More Dolly Parton, please. Oh, yeah. We used to have Dolly Parton, a Dolly Parton cutout in the studio. Yeah, we could have just, you know, I don't know. She's left us. <gasps> hmm. Rude. We, see, we want to see more, yes. of, more of her. Um, Andrew, you mentioned somebody else too. Yes, um, Julia Gillard. I'd like to see Oh, yeah, more Julia of Gillard. Her. Yes, yes, and yes. And I've had a gut full of Kate Blanchett. She's oh. everywhere. Oh. I know everybody loves her, but harsh. enough is enough. That's pretty harsh. harsh. That's a bit oh. harsh, is it? Yes. I well, <laughs> maybe you've got, maybe you're a Kate Blanchett fan and you want to send us a message. But we are back to Congo. 
Yes, and the final act of the recent Sydney World Pride was a pride march across the iconic Sydney Harbour Bridge. It was intended to send a message of acceptance to the world, but I am not sure the message made it to the Democratic Republic of Congo. In a country where LGBTI visibility is low and there are no identifiable places for the community to meet, we ask Raphael Mutambala from Rainbow Sunrise Mapambasuko how the LGBTI community meets and connects with each other in these challenges circumstances. Ah, okay. To connect is by, for example, I know someone is gay. There is no place where, where gay people meet. No. It's only by, some, I know someone, I can say, you know some, someone is gay, you can meet with him. Yeah, like that. But sometimes people meet at our organization because we, we organize activity of, of talking. We can invite 10 people, uh, by monthly, 10 people we meet and we talk about uh, many topics, how to, how to reduce discrimination, uh, violence, for example, uh, or how to fight against HIV, uh, many topics. So there, people can meet. Is there any visibility of LGBTI people in the media, whether good or bad? No. They, nothing. They don't, nothing. They don't talk about LGBTI. I never, 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 never heard about LGBTI on radio, no. Unless years ago we had some money from a donor, so we, we made some broadcasting. It was about fight against HIV, and another it was about uh, human rights. So in our topic, we we talked about LGBTI. The second day is when we came to the radio. They refuse us to, they say they can't broadcast that kind of thing where we talk about LGBTIs. So, <laughs> yeah. That's very difficult. <laughs> you, yeah. you mentioned that Christianity is the yes. major religion. How yes. much, um, how much does religion impact daily life? in society and and therefore how does that affect lgbt people yeah the impact is very big because even as lgbti we are christians we born in christians families so sometimes we have many cases where our member was kicked out from their church can you imagine the pastor kicked out a member of, of the church because he's, he's, he's gay, he's LGBT. Yeah. Many, many of us don't, don't, don't even go to church again because we are discriminated. Tell us a bit more about trans people. You said they have it more difficult than others. Tell us yes. about their challenges. The challenge is 
Because trans people, for, for example, me, I can't go out wearing something different from my, uh, for example, I can't go out wearing uh, a dress, for example. Yeah. So even I go out, I have to make, to make attention of how I am. Eh? I, have, I have to, to make uh, a good, a big effort to, to be like, like a man. There are many sisters transgender who have know that we have, we have don't have that uh, wisdom. Me, for example, I try to know to provoke. When I'm go out, I try to, to be like a man. Sometimes I, I forget. Huh? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. sometimes I forget and, yeah, and people can see. Yeah. But I try to hide. So I have many, many sisters who can't hide. They say, I don't hide what I am. It's, it's difficult for me. Yeah. So when we go out, people shout on us. They shout on us, yeah, pede, pede. And then, and even we go somewhere on a club, in a club, they, and they refuse us to go in because we are what we are, because we are transgender. They refuse us to go in. So me, for example, I don't go out anymore. I prefer to, to stay home and enjoy with friends. I invite friends and we enjoy at home. Yeah. Where you can be yourself and be safe. Yes. Yes, because it's when I'm among my brother and sister trans, I feel free. Wow, powerful words there. Uh, from Central Africa, that's Raphael Mutambala from Rainbow Sunrise Mapambazuko. It's in the Congo with us on Joy 94.9. That, that, um, that last bit there, the, the whole issue of passing, trying to um, dress and present uh, in the, you know, in the societal norms would be such a challenge. Your mind would always have to be on. And, um, and just Raphael's last words there that, you know, when I'm with my friends and I don't have that pressure on me, I feel free and, yeah. What a country. Mm. I think that the, the, yeah, the, the pressure must be really, you know, it, it has to affect your mental health in terms of, you know, not being able to be who you are and having this pressure to to pretend to to be well, somebody else. Lives, really, yeah, you are. A trans person. And I think it's something that probably used to happen a lot in here before. Yes, you know, the society views evolved and all this. But to, yes, and we kind of forget that. That's why we need these pride events to. Absolutely. Continue. To be able to express ourselves. Mm. Yes. Um, also, um, I spoke there about the dominance of religion in society, and it really makes the pastor, the church leader, a very powerful person, doesn't it? And, you know, they they kind of have this, they decree that somebody is cast out and all that. It's, it's, so much yeah. power. Who made them God? And uh, mm. is it, that's probably something I'd like to see a bit less of, religion. Ah, True. Mm. Yes, we'll yeah, add that yeah. to the less of list. Mm -hmm. um, but when you are cast out, Raphael mm -hmm. pointing out that even if you are gay, you are Christian, and therefore you lose that support, you lose yeah. your, you know, your your backup, your network of friends, your everything. 
um, challenging, challenging times. Coming up on Joy 94.9, we discuss HIV and hope in the Congo. This is World Wide Wave. Have your say. Text 0427 JOY 949. Your voice, your radio station. You're on the show that takes you around the globe one queer story at a time, World Wide Wave. A special hello to everybody listening to us on podcast. You can subscribe to receive our podcasts automatically either at joy.org.au forward slash World Wide Wave or on iTunes or your favourite podcast platform. And don't forget to leave us a review. And we've had a couple of uh, really good ones go up recently. Uh, if you missed the show last week, Bad Gays, where we talked about all the bad gays from history, um, was fascinating and a uh, great little podcast. Uh, we've had Hungry recently with their anti-trans laws, um, a really interesting insight into Indonesia and what's going on there, and, and, and even some of the implications for Australia. Um, and, oh, where else? Oh, Russia. Look, we've been everywhere, man. <laughs> and uh, if you want to find a podcast, go to uh, joy.org.au slash worldwidewave or any of your favourite platforms and you can and you can hear it. I think we've had a message in. There we do. We had the membership. And Excellent. thank you so much, Chris, from Grace Point in New South Wales for signing up. We'll give you a long distance. Hello! Uh, yes, a big hello, rainbow hello. hug to Chris. Uh, you and, can uh, yeah. take out those memberships at? www.joy.org.au uh, and they are the thing that keep us going. You know, so we rely on memberships Absolutely. to keep going. That's fantastic. The world's longest running radio show dedicated to international LGBTIQ news and current affairs. This is World Wide Wave from Australia's rainbow radio station, Joy 94.9. Africa has been the continent most affected by HIV. Even today, it's estimated that there are more Africans living with HIV and AIDS than the entire population of Australia. Yet the world focus has diverted to other issues and other health challenges. Raphael Mutambala works with Rainbow Sunrise Mapambazuko. We asked Raphael how big an issue HIV is in the Democratic Republic of Congo and in the work that their organisation does. Many LGBTI people don't know how HIV is contracted. Yeah, many say that their sexuality are not contaminated. I mean, they can't give HIV to someone if they had anal sexuality. So we have a big, 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 big issue here to teach them how to protect against HIV and how to provide condoms, lubricants, and teach them how to use condom and lubricants. Yeah, we have many cases of, of infection. Years ago we had and um, we had in a lie an organization where we can bring them people who have issue of still sexual infection. We take them there to have medication. So right now, that organization don't have medication. So it's, it's difficult. So tell us about your organization, Rainbow Sunrise Mapanbazuko. Yes. What do you do? Yeah. So in Rainbow Sunrise Mapanbazuko, we try to promote the human rights to teach our, our, our community how to protect themselves. 
and how to protect against HIV. And we do some advocacy, we do sensitization among LGBTI community and among the community in general. Even if in community in general, it's not so easy because there are some who don't even know, don't even want to hear about LGBTI. And we try to find some allies who can provide us in condoms and lubricants because uh, these two things are difficult to have. And we had, we have a, a place where LGBTI can meet, I mean, in our, in our office, LGBTI, all LGBTI are welcome. So it's a good and, and it's a big, a good thing that we have. I can say that we have an office. And for you, Raphael, how did you get involved with the organization? So my family, Found out and I, I, I was I was gay because I tried to hide it, but it was difficult. Yeah, one day I said I'm 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 tired, so I, I want to be myself. And I found someone. When I found that person, who was in love, and I didn't hide anything. That's where my family find out and kick me out. So I, I, I go to one of my friends. He's trans too, trans man. So I go, I live with, with her, with him. And, uh, it's him talk me about the organization. So he took me there. I meet other people, other LGBTI and that's how I became member of, of Rainbow Sunrise Mafambazuko. Uh, before I was, I was just a member. And after I became a, a peer, peer educator. And, um, after years ago, I became the, the accountant. It's obviously very difficult for LGBT people in Congo. What is your hope for the future? Yeah, my hope for the future is that we live like other people. We live like uh, other citizens in, in, in that country. Yeah, because even if I know that it's difficult and it, the way is so long to reach our goal, but I know that step by step we will get there. And we send all of our best wishes to you on that journey. Raphael Mutumbala from Rainbow yes. Sunrise Mapambazuko, thank you so much for joining us on you. World Wide Wave. You're welcome. Thank you too. And even in all these countries where we hear about the hardships and the challenges, there's always somebody like Raphael who's willing to stand up and say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to help. I'm going to make a difference, make a change. That's, that's inspiring. And the optimism is always, yeah. there's always hope. Yes. There's always 
Better days coming. Even though he was thrown out of his yeah. house as well for, by his parents. So, you know, he's gone through a whole lot and um, uh, so doing great work there. The other thing, so HIV, mm. it, look, it's been with us so long, but the profile seems to have just fallen away completely, particularly it, post-COVID. Yeah. Do you think? Well, I mean, uh, there's a bit of focus on COVID, but it, it's just I think we, we're in a situation where we've made so many great advances in Develop industrialized countries. You know, we have prep, we have accessible mm. condom loop. There's a lot of factors that play a part in 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 some African country. I mean, religion, the stigma, uh, the access. To, you know, we we can control HIV now, really, with the means we have, and yet we're not extending that as much as we should to developing countries. Developing countries. So how do we? Because when when um, the first <clears throat> antiviral drugs were coming out, there was a big push by you know, on the world stage to get those to places like Africa. Why are we still having problems with condoms and lube? That should be totally within our our ability as a world to deliver to, to these countries. I think it's... I'm sorry, Andrew, I think you wanted to... I was going to say, um, I believe in a lot of African countries, they practice dry sex where they um, purposely don't use lube, which is very... Surprising, and of course, makes you more yes, and makes you more at risk of uh, getting HIV because of abrasion and Mm. bleeding. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I think also the religion in in Africa and a lot of African countries play the big part. And some part of the Catholic Church is against any contraception, so that will get into. There's there's, it's also difficult. The the testing and you know screening is more difficult. Mm, mm. Um, people don't sc- screen as much for cultural reason and for you know fear of stigma well, as well. And, and hard to actually get the test yeah. not as accessible as here. Mm. And then look to finish it off. Raphael says, "Look, I just want to live like other people live." Isn't that just um, yeah? Yep, beautiful and simple. Mm. And we hope that Raphael gets that chance. Listen live or on demand from wherever you are in the world. Stream us live on joy.org.au or subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcast platform to World Wide Wave. This is Douglas. And this is Paula. From Kaleidoscope Australia Human Rights Foundation, keeping a watchful eye on LGBTI rights across Asia and the Pacific. On the World Wide Wave. And a late message, Justin. Thanks, 580, for your message. Um, yes, uh, the US has in the past uh, been a not great corporate uh, world citizen in um, putting conditions on organisations in the supply of contraceptive materials. Uh, thanks for that message. A big thank you to our guest tonight, Raphael Mutambala from Rainbow Sunrise Mapamazuka in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, search them on the internet and find out the good work that they're doing. And thank you very much to Jabril, Phoebe, Richard and a whole heap more who have joined or interacted with us on Facebook this past week. That's W3Joy. And behind the theme, thank you to our podcaster, Peter, a social media master, Dean. Catch you next week on World Wide Wave. Thanks for listening to another podcast from World Wide Wave, the show that takes you around the globe one country at a time. World Wide Wave is the international news and current affairs show on Australia's LGBT radio station, Joy 94.9. You can listen live every Tuesday night on 94.9 FM in Melbourne and online at joy.org.au. You'll find all our podcasts at joy.org.au slash 
World Wide Wave, or follow us on Facebook for the latest international LGBT news. Search W3Joy on Facebook now. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.